Okay, so we're getting together tonight to look at Mida number 36 as we enter into the whole new vantage point of the Mida of Yesod. And tonight we're looking at the aspect of Yesod, which is Chesed within Yesod. <clears throat> so the Mida of Yesod in general, as we've seen many of the commentaries talk about it as, is the idea of Hiskashros of connection of the various components and is acting as a channel, it's the it's the medium by means of which um, Hashem's Ratzon comes down to the world. So in that sense, we saw that that the way that the that the Zohar picks up on uh, the references in the Pasuk, Lacha Hashem Agdula, Vagvura, Vatiferes, Vahanetzach, Vahod, Kichol Bashamayim Uvaaretz, the idea of kichol bashamayim uvaaretz is the remez to yesod, because the idea of that which is all inclusive of both the shamayim and the aretz is the is the very notion of yesod. It's the hitkashrut between the various aspects of creation and the kind of the inclusivity of all of the different components, which is the kol, uh, which is including all the various aspects of creation as expressive of the ratzon of Hashem. And so that idea, the Zohar says, is the way the, the Lashem of the Zohar is, where it describes the various Midos. He says the name of Yesod is called Tzadik, the righteous. The Yesod kula samich bei. Upon Yesod, everything is reliant upon. Kolmanin, Kolalmin, all the various vessels that receive God's Hashpa'a, all the different universes and ways that Hashem is manifest in the world. The idea of itself is the righteous person. That he is everything in the land and on earth, uh, on you know, in the heavens and on earth. So there are things to understand over here, right? This is something that we need to kind of dig into, and there's a variety of different components that we want to kind of analyze. But what the Zohar is saying is that we can identify the media of Yesod by looking at the notion of tzidkut, right? If we're calling the name of Yesod as tzaddik, then the kind of the tzad, the word tzaddik or the notion of a tzaddik is kind of the handle by which we can get a grip on the concept of Yesod and what it means to be the integrator of the Shemayim and Aretz. So this is also brought out in the Zohar. Really, it's, it's kind of referenced in the in the more parv version in, in Mesach Chagiga in the second parak where it talks about how the entire world is in the Lashon of Shlomo Melech and Mishlei, Tzadik Yisod Olam. That Hashem looked, it says, Or Zaru al-Tzadik, Rabbi Chia opened up a drasha and said, this Pasuk says, Or Zaru al-Tzadik, Simcha, that Hashem looked out when he was creating the world and he saw that there's no way for the world to be upheld if not for a foundation. And what is the Yisod? This is the concept of the righteous. So the first step of understanding, I think, what a tzaddik is, is that the, the tzaddik is fully expressive of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's Ratzon, meaning they've embodied within themselves all of the fundamental choice of Ubecharta Bechayim, which is God's ultimate choice for creation, that it should become, that it should be, that it should be enriched with the life force which he expresses, which, which is kind of almost descriptive of Hashem. And for a tzaddik to, to animate his life by virtue of the characteristic of 
Nitzchiyut, of life itself, of the Chesed, which is the Olam Chesed Ibaneh, the justification of that Olam as being for the sake of a Tzaddik, can only be by means of utilizing that Chesed and bringing it into themselves. So I know that, that sounds a little bit abstract. I want to kind of take it into to something practical. Or let me put this a little bit differently. If we're going to talk about the idea of a tzaddik, and which is somebody who's fully consistent with the kind of the call of creation, which is to be he or, and this is what the Zohar here is playing on this idea of or zarua la tzaddik, that it was light which was planted for the tzaddik, or as the, the medrash says. In many places, the whole idea of the he or in creation was the creation of the or that was not roi for to be mishdamish, but with tzaddikim, as Rashi quotes. So Hashem put it away for the for the tzaddikim. I'm sorry that it wasn't roi for the rishayim, and so Hashem puts it away for the tzaddikim. The idea of the tzaddik is somebody who essentially acts as a channel for all of the ratzon that Hashem had for creation to come to fruition in this world, which is which itself is the being Mamlech HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is Malchus, right? So a successful tzaddik brings about Malchus, that would be true. But the tzaddik himself is that funnel that allows Hashem's desire for creation, for life, to manifest in this world. Uh, and in doing so, of course, he's filled with mitzvot, he's filled with Torah, that's what it would mean to have Hashem's ratzon for the world to be fully manifest here. And I think that one part of this that's possibly looked over sometimes, because we associate tzidkut with abstention, right? With with prishut, with taking away from, from the world or taking a step back from the involvement in Olam Hazeh. And I think that probably Rabbi Shimon taught us that lesson, that that's not the proper definition of, of a tzaddik. When he came out of the cave and started blowing things up, probably taught us that that was an improper way for a tzaddik to behave. But I think that there's a Pasuk in Mishle, which can we kind of look at a little more carefully, we'll see that the notion of a tzaddik implies tremendous care for life. In the same way that a Kadosh Baruch Hu is, we always associate that, you know, the Gemara says, anytime we mention the greatness of Hashem, we also mention his kindness, that he takes care of the, of the almana, of the widow. And I think that part of this is that to be a tzaddik is to care about life. So one of the places where this comes up is, First of all, Shlomo Melech writes about this a few times in Mishle, uh, where we have the idea that Shlomo Melech says of pre-tzadik eitz chayim, that the fruits of the, of the righteous are the tree of life, right? In the same way that the fruits, you could say, of Hashem is the eitz chayim, right? That's Hashem's instructions for living. It's the way that Chazal say it, the anochi Hashem elokecha is anan nafshai k'tivai yehavis, that Hashem spills his neshama, so to speak, into the Torah. The tzaddik's fruits, the production of a tzaddik, is also the tree of life. They facilitate life in this world. As acting as a channel to Hashem's kind of giloy of Hashem's ratzon, they don't squash life, they bring vibrancy to the things around them. They care very much about bringing everything, kol bashamayim varetz, into the milieu of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence. And another place where this comes out in Mishle is where Shlomo Melech writes the Pasuk of Yodea Tzadik Nefesh Behemto. That the Tzadik, so let's say translating this simply, Yodea Tzadik Nefesh Behemto means the Tzadik knows the soul or the well-being of his animal, of his cattle. V'rachamei Rishayim Achzari, whereas the compassion, the mercy of the wicked itself is mercilessness, is cruelty. So what's this idea? So 
So the, the commentaries explain here on, on the positive. What does it mean that a Yodea Tzadik Nefesh Behemto? So, yeah, Donnie? Sorry, were you, you're translating Nefesh Behemto as the Nefesh, like the well-being of his animal, not like his own animal soul? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a Hasidic read of the Pasuk. The Pashup shot that the commentaries explain is literally talking about his animal. So, okay. yeah, yeah, I know that it's it's often quoted, people quote it as with this kind of the Drushic, uh, you know, explanation of the Pasuk. The simple shot is the things which belong to the Tzaddik, right? Even Rabbi Akiva, his wife, you know, quoted that to him. You know, no, I'm saying, no, but it's not the Hasidic shot. Because she says, oh, the Tzaddik knows my conditions. He knows that it's okay. Meaning, it's talking about the cattle, meaning his acquisitions. Not, not, it's not Lavdavka animals. No, Donnie was saying Behemto means himself, knows his animalistic character. Right? Well, I was saying more in the sense like Nefesh is not, is like, there's a difference between, there's a difference between saying, sorry, I'm missing my video and I feel bad. Um, I'm talking to you. Um, there's a difference between saying nefesh behemto, and I don't mean to take you totally off your stream of thought, so like, we could do this after. No, keep going. The read of nefesh behemto, I thought like nefesh to be like the well-being of, as opposed to what it literally would translate as. So I just always read it that way. So, so again, l- let's take a look at the commentary here of the Mitzudah David, shot commentary on, on Mishle, right, on all of Tanakh. Maturus David says, what does it mean, Yodea Tzadik? So he says, Hatzadik no sein lev ladat. The Tzadik is one who pays attention, right? His heart is directed to know, af ratzon behemto, even the desires of his behema, lamalot tavasa, in order to fulfill its desires, ki kanuyet lo midat arachmanut, because the Tzadik has this mida of compassion, of desire to sustain. Whereas the Rishayim, even their compassion is, is cruelty. Because they only externally express mercy, but they don't actually have it in their heart. So you see that Mitzvah's David is taking it, Pashtus, to be talking about literally his animal. He doesn't yeah. dive in and say he's talking about something else. <clears throat> now this is an interesting thing that, that just happened over here, and it kind of slips in you know, between the lines if we didn't notice it. And that is, is that he slipped in this idea of Rahmanut, of care, of, of compassion for the thing. The Pasuk didn't actually say that regarding the Tzaddik. It says it regarding the Rasha. It says, a Tzaddik knows the nefesh of his behemah, whereas the, the compassion of the Rasha is cruelty. So I found an amazing medrash that points out what, Essentially, we, we kind of infer directly from the Pasuk that knowledge implies compassion, impl- implies care. The Medrash Lekach Tov, which is a much later uh, book of Medrash compilation, s- brings us in the Pasuk in Shmos, <coughs> where it says, Vayar Elohim et Bnei Yisrael vayeda Elohim, that Hashem saw the afflictions of the Jewish people, the slavery that they were going to, vayeda Elohim, and God knew. So it says the Medrash, Vayeda Elohim, Lashon Rachmanut. It's a language of compassion. Ke'inyan Shenemar, just like the Pasuk says over here, Yodea Tzadik Nefesh Behemto. The Tzadik knows, meaning the Tzadik cares for the well-being of his animal. And I think what this idea is, it hints at is that the Tzadik is someone who, as we've seen, is the one who's Mechaber Shemayim Ba'aretz. 
He connects everything together within himself, right? Very good. Connects everything within himself and allows himself to be a channel to a Kadosh Baruch Hu's Ratzon in the world. But what that necessitates is a sensitivity and a care and an emotional connection with what you're dealing with. In other words, you can't have a connection of yidia, of true intimate knowledge, without that translating into care, into sensitivity, into compassion for that thing. It's like it's like a contradiction in terms. Like you know, it's like doing actions of love without really loving. It's not called love if there's none of the experience, the feeling of the emotions of love, which are meant to be there. It's just you know, it's it's empty actions without that. So by definition, the idea of da'at, which is almost definitive for a tzaddik, demands of him that he's involved with care and compassion with the world around him. And with a desire to bring life to everything that he's involved with and everything that he does uh, you know, in, in the proper derech and following the derech Hashem, that it should be filled with life itself. In the same way, kind of in following in a Kodesh Baruch Hu's footsteps. And this is why Chazal say, that one of the characteristics of a tzaddik is essentially the ability to be creative and to bring life to the world the way that a Kadosh Baruch Hu does. So there's the Gemara in Sanhedrin says, Rava tells us, you know that if tzaddikim want, they could create worlds. There's nothing holding that tzaddik back from creating universes. As the Pasuk says, that it's only their transgressions that gets in the way of a tzaddik being able to tap entirely in being a complete 100% funnel and channel to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's creative you know, powers within the world. In other words, the tzaddik in, in kind of innately, by virtue of being a, the esod for being mechaber, Hashem's ratzon into the world, theoretically has the creative capacities to create universes just as Hashem does. That's an innate quality of a tzaddik. The only thing that happens to be standing in the way sometimes is a couple of avonos that get in the way and become blinders between what a tzaddik really is and the way that they're manifesting that those creative powers in this world. And as the Gemara says elsewhere in Pesachim, that la'asid lavo, in the, in the times of, I guess, tchiyas amesim, that's exactly what tzaddikim are going to be doing with their time. As the Gemara says, I'm Rabbi Shmuel Ben-Achmani, I'm Rabbi Yonasan, asidim tzaddikim shiyachayu mesim. That the tzaddikim are going to be the ones who enliven the dead. However, we reconcile the various midrashim, the tal of tchias amesim. But the gemara here in Pesachim is saying that the righteous, when we when we arrive at the point of shlemus within human development, where we've gotten past the negative impact of avonos, that the avonos are mavdilim beini uveinechem, tzaddikim will be able to actually actualize that ability that they have to act as the channel for HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this world and Mamela to be Mechaye, the world around them. And so I think that the, kind of the idea that I'm, that I'm driving at over here is that the role of a tzaddik is to enliven. That a tzaddik needs to care deeply and needs to be involved in chesed within the world. In the same way that Hashem is Olam Chesed Ibaneh, but at the same time the foundation of that world of kindness is the tzaddik yesod olam. So Hashem's world of kindness is built, predicated on the foundational pillar of tzaddik. What a tzaddik's role essentially is, is to know intimately and to care about and to have a deep-seated compassion for life as a whole. 
And in doing that, he fully mirrors HaKadosh Baruch Hu's desire for the world. And this is why, possibly why the Medrash in Abbas Rabbi Nassan says, amongst a list of things that are called Chaim, it says, 10 things are called Chaim in this world. 10 things that are life itself. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we say, Hu Elohim Chaim, Torah is called Chaim, the Eitz Chaim Hilma Chazikim Ba, Klal Yisrael are called Chaim, which is why we're told, You guys are all Chaim. And Tzadik is Nikra Chaim. The Tzadik is also, as the Pasuk that we quoted before, pre-Tzadik eats Chaim. The, middle, the list goes on. All of these kind of fundamentally alive aspects of Maisa Bereshus, which are never meant to die out, but have the, the eternal vitality quality to them. Gan Eden and Olam Haba and Eretz Yisrael, of course, is in there. Gemilas Chasadim, which of course is appropriate for over here. Gemilas Chesed is called Chaim. The Pasuk says, Kitov Chaz Chaim. You know, the, that your goodness is even, your you know, good kindness is greater than life itself. So we have this idea of a tzaddik, chesed, Kodesh Baruch Hu, all pivoting on this notion of life, of supporting life. On the language of the Metunas David is to have the Rachmanus for life. To recognize something even as trivial as an animal nearby, or a blade of grass. I, I shared this misa that they bring down of, from Rav Aryeh Levin who talks about an early encounter that he had when he went to Eretz Yisrael, one of the, the first days in, I think it was 1905, where Rav Levin went to a trip to Eretz Yisrael, and he had a chance to meet Rav Cook, of course. And uh, it was a life-changing experience. He kind of considered him a Rebbe after that. And he tells the story how they went on a walk one day together. And they were traveling, you know, they were walking, as Tzadikim always do, walking in the fields, taking in the beauty of my Baratius. And it says that they were talking in Divrei Torah, whatever it was. And while they were walking, so Ravari Levin writes that he, you know, he leaned over and he plucked a flower, you know, he plucked a little twig from a tree. And it says, the language of the story is, says our great master was taken aback when he saw this. And he said, he turned to me and he told me gently, he said, believe me, in all my days, I have been careful never to pluck a blade of grass or flower needlessly when it had the ability still to grow or blossom. Every sprout and leaf of grass says something, conveys some meaning. Every stone whispers its inner message in its silence. Every creature utters its song of praise for the creator. Imagine, you know, this is not like a, you know, pre-rehearsed <laughs> episode on stage over here. This is a tzaddik, you understand? This is someone who is yodea tzaddik nefesh behemto, who knows and cares for the entire world and only wants to bring life, sustenance, compassion, opportunity to grow to everything that he that he experiences and everything you know which he finds in this world of chesed, which he just throughout his entire life attempts to mirror in the olam chesed ibane by providing himself to be the pillar of the tzaddik yisod olam upon which a world of chesed, of kindness, of love, and of life can ultimately flourish. So these are our thoughts for Chesed Shavi Yisod. Bezrat Hashem will continue this journey with integrity, with faithfulness, with love, and we'll be able to uh, to find that foundation within ourselves and merit a world of Kulo Chesed.